All right, let me tell you about Rough Greens. Rough Greens is not a dog food. It's something that you, you put into your dog's food. I, I, I can't tell you the difference that is made in my dog's life. Do you kind of sprinkle on top or do you like mix it in? Oh, I just put it on top. Yeah. My wife insists he won't eat it if uh, if you don't mix it in. And I'm like, yeah, he does. I never <laughs> mix it in. Yes, he does. And But she also, because we give him an egg every day. And yesterday she's nice. like, I got to boil him an egg. And I'm like, no, you don't. He can eat it raw. What are you talking about? <laughs> and uh, she's like, he won't eat it raw. And I went, really? Watch this. Click. <laughs> You know, broke an egg into his dish, put the rough greens on it, and he lapped it up. Uh, a really big difference in your dog. Try Rough Greens. has all the stuff that they need, really all the stuff that your body needs, and they love it. Love it. Roughgreens.com slash Beck. R-U-F-F greens.com slash Beck. Roughgreens.com slash Beck. Big, 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 big show today. Stand by. Welcome to the program. There is a lot going on. GameStop. Who would have ever thought GameStop could be a linchpin in our system? What is going on with GameStop and the stock market and these big hedge funds? I personally think it's the Bubba effect. I'll explain and we'll explain this whole situation and what it might mean uh, coming up in, uh, in just a second. Also... The DHS has just activated the domestic terror alert. First time that they have done this since we killed uh, the, uh, what's his name, over in Iran. Remember? Yeah, Soleimani. When we killed him, we alerted, the DHS alerted this domestic terror alert. We knew why then. We don't know why now. Nobody seems to tell us. Uh, I want to actually read that report because something is very, very wrong uh, and you need to know about it. Also, Dave Rubin is going to be on the show. Who else? We got a long list of really, really important guests. Oh, the, the, the dad who his video has gone viral. He stood in front of the city council and said, enough is enough. Open up the damn schools. He's on with us as well. Huge show. Don't miss a second. We begin in 60 seconds. All right. Gosh, he is so scary. Did you see him? I mean, he can move things with his mind. Kylo Ren is scary. Uh, I want you to do something for me. Find time in your busy schedule today. Just take a little time to check out Patriot Mobile. I know the idea of changing mobile services is like a nightmare, right? No, it's not. Not with Patriot Mobile. And it will save you money. Okay. It's going to be a lot cheaper for you and your family. Unlike some of the big mobile companies like Verizon, Patriot Mobile also is not donating and working against you. 
and working for leftist causes. Here's the thing. Switching to Patriot Mobile isn't hard. In fact, it's incredibly easy, especially right now. You're going to get the same level of service that you get with your current mobile provider. Probably better customer service, I think. Literally all that is stopping you from a better and more satisfying mobile experience is you just taking a couple of minutes and calling 972-PATRIOT. 972-PATRIOT. You're going to thank me later. This month, you'll get Premier Activation for free. They set everything up. Also, you're going to get a special gift uh, if you use the promo code Glenn. And I will tell you that once you get the gift, you will realize the difference between Verizon and Patriot Mobile. Lower price, the values you believe in, the same great coverage, it's PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck, 972-PATRIOT. Welcome to the program. Dave Rubin joins us in about an hour from now. Pat Gray in 30 minutes. We still don't have a definitive answer for why the equivalent of two military divisions occupied Washington, D.C. for the inauguration and why 5,000 troops still remain. Can we get an answer on this? Will somebody tell us why we do not want to normalize American troops in our cities? FBI Director Ray said they're monitoring threats online that showed armed riots would descend on D.C. and state capitals all over the country. Well, we didn't see a single riot on Inauguration Day. Not one. Well, I mean, besides the riots in Oregon from Antifa so and Seattle, why are we still seeing the troops patrolling Washington? Are they, are they waiting for ghost riders? Ghost rioters. Is that is that what it is? We were talking about this uh, after the show yesterday and in the middle of this uh, production meeting with my producers, an email came through from the Department of Homeland Security. It is their first national terrorism advisory under the Biden administration. And it is the first um, it is the first national terrorism advisory since our action with Iraq, I'm sorry, Iran, it went into effect yesterday at 11 a.m. Here it is. I'm going to read it verbatim. The acting secretary of Homeland Security has issued a national terrorism advisory system bulletin due to a heightened threat environment across the United States, which DHS believes will persist in the weeks following the successful presidential inauguration. Information suggesting that some ideologically motivated violent extremists with objections to the exercise of governmental authority and the presidential transition, as well as other perceived grievances, check out the last part, fueled by false narratives, could continue to mobilize to incite or commit violence. Do you see where this is going? Extremists 
extremists and false narratives. All right, extremists are going to be identified on 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 broad terms. This is this is why we said Patriot Act really bad idea because all they have to do is relabel you terrorists. And everybody mocked that. I'm not going to be labeled a terrorist. I said, you, you don't know. Remember, the Constitution protects you for the future. It's not the guys that are necessarily in office today. You hold these truths to be self-evident, and then you stand as a guardian and a sentinel around those truths. Even if you have a great guy or a great a group of people in Washington because you don't know when conditions change who people will vote for. And it is only the Constitution that stops those people from becoming dictators and becoming a destructive force for freedom. Well, we're here now. Um, extremists being identified now in a broad and vague way and the false narratives, whether from social media, news networks, podcasts, or anywhere else they'll find them, will be shut down. Now, reading through their examples of domestic violent extremists, see if you can think of who they might be looking at. Here are a few that were mentioned. Uh, domestic violent extremists that have an opposition to immigration policy, have anger over COVID-19 restrictions, are angry over the 2020 election results. If you fall into any of those categories, you are now a person of interest for the uh, federal government. Is that, is that right? Is that what we're doing now? This advisory lasts until April 30th. I bet it gets extended, but they say it's going to last until April 30th. Stu, I brought in a chair from the Mercury Vault. This is a chair my wife uh, won't allow me to have in the house, and I don't even want it in the house. I bought it for one reason. If you're watching us on Blaze TV, let me just explain it. It's like a... You know, it's like a, a, a stool that you would find at a table, like you remember the old show Cheers. You know, it's just a wooden chair. You've seen one like this a million times, except on the arm uh, rests, there are leather straps. This is obviously a chair where if you sit down, somebody is strapping you in and you're not going anywhere. It's what's underneath the seat that is important to me. Show the underside of this seat. And I don't know if our cameras can zoom in uh, tight enough, uh, but you will see the German Iron Eagle. And, it, and in German, it roughly translates to the Department of Homeland Security. This chair was a chair for those who uh, were persons of interest. When the Germans got together, and thanks to when the Germans got together uh, and decided that they had domestic terrorists, they wanted to make sure that they sat there for that questioning. Now, I am not saying that that's what's happening with DHS. I'm saying that's what can happen. We have to learn from the mistakes of the past. 
And we have to all be very, very careful. I mean, you don't want to you don't want to exercise this power because if you're not in power, you've set the precedent and the next side will do it to you. We are not a country that does this to each other. I mean, it's amazing. The two biggest things that have happened this year are two things that have split our nation apart. And yet, I believe we are almost unanimous in our condemnation of it. What are the two big events this year, Stu, that have split us apart that we were unanimous on? Uh... George Floyd. Uh-huh. George Floyd. Everybody said the same thing. Really that bad. Horrible. Mm-hmm. Horrible. Okay. What happened? It was used politically and it split us apart. Right? Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, and I, re- I remember it wasn't that long ago, even though it seems like 100 years, it wasn't that long ago this summer that we were all saying, we agree. We agree. Why are you looting cities? We agree. <laughs> Stop the violence. Stop the violence with bad cops. Stop the violence of destroying property. Quick thought. Maybe even if we disagree, you shouldn't loot cities. Yes. That's just a quick, that's a random <laughs> yeah, thought. I yeah. agree. Mm-hmm. I agree. So uh, what was the next event? What was the other event? <sighs> There's a couple that popped to mind. I mean, obviously the January 6th thing, potentially. Mm-hmm. Um, you could, also, I think, argue with uh, coronavirus, right? I mean, yeah. you know, there yep. was uh, people agreed that we all want that to go away. Right. And then, it beca- divide us. and then it became political, mm-hmm. which is clear now because all of a sudden when Biden gets in, he's doing exactly the same plan as Donald Trump was doing. They're touting the same exact uh, uh, cure, if you will. Um, they're not moving any faster. In fact, now there's just a bunch of red tape and it looks like it's slowing down. Uh, and. And all of the cities in the states that were so draconian are now saying, oh, you know what? We need to open up this whole thing. We agreed on. We just it became political and then it went to into a nightmare. And the last one, the one I was thinking was January 6th. What happened in the Capitol? We all disagree with all of us. Ninety nine percent, I will bet. All of us disagree. We think it was horrible. Shouldn't have happened. I don't want it to happen again. And I'm fine with those people being arrested and going to jail. And yet. All of those who voted differently are now being lumped in with those people on the Capitol. No, that's not who we are. And it is time for reasonable people to have reasonable conversations. It's interesting. I'm, I'm doing a, an interview today with the guy who wrote the book Extraterrestrial. He is one of the top scientists uh, in the world. And if you read his book, he says we've had our first visitation from extraterrestrials. And he says he has evidence. Now, he is saying, I can't prove it. He said, but I think we should look into this because what happened here last year defies all physics. So either we're wrong about physics or we were just visited by something extraterrestrial. Um, And 
what's interesting is the book is, I think, less about the visit and more about how science is no longer science. That if you have an unpopular position, you're shouted down. And he all he's asking for is a reasonable conversation. He's like, why can't we have a conversation? He said, we talk about the multiverse in science as if it's fact. We, we, we don't even have any evidence of the, uh, the multiverse. What we have is a bunch of theories about it because we can't explain something. The multiverse, that's cool. But in space, we say there's something else out there and we can't talk about it. We're entering a very dangerous place and reasonable people need to start coming together. Yesterday, um, I told you about Peter. Peter, what, what was his uh, last name? <laughs> here? Peter Von Ham. Peter Von Ham. He actually tweeted again uh, yesterday. I, I want to have this guy on the show. I d- vehemently disagree with him. I think I think what they're doing in Davos is extraordinarily dangerous. But here's what he tweeted. Glenn Beck just responded to this thread in his radio show. Glenn, thank you. Thank you for the dialogue, each via his own channel, for letting your listeners hear the other argument and for being respectful and funny. Great pronunciation of my name. Well, Peter Von Ham. <laughs> this is the kind of conversation that we need to have. Now, I don't know anything about you, uh, but I will do my research on you. And if you are a really, truly reasonable person and we just disagree and you're an honest person that will ask and answer honest questions, because I know I will. We can have a dialogue. We must have that dialogue or this grand experiment is over. Back with more in a minute. First, let me tell you about Julia. She lives here in Texas. She's a really active person. She likes to stay busy. She suffered for pain for years in her hands. It kept her from uh, work and doing projects around the home. At first, it was manageable, but over time, it took took over her life. It drove her to desperation. The good news is Julia listens to the show. Thank you, Julia. When she heard me talking about the pain I have experienced, especially in my own hands and my own arms, uh, and how relief factor has been the thing to make all of the difference in the world, she decided to give it a try for herself. Sure enough, just a few weeks into taking relief factor, Julia began to see improvement. Pain first began to fade and then disappeared completely. For years, she had this pain. Julia got her life back by using relief factor. I did too. Will you try it to see if you're next? Relieffactor.com. Relieffactor.com. 800-500-8384. 800-500-8384. 10-second station ID. Okay. What's happening over in Davos is the Great Reset. And even Peter Van Ham, uh, you know, he maybe he's a real believer in what they're doing, but he has faith that uh, if I take him at his word, he has faith that this isn't going to turn into an oligarchy. I think it already is. 
what's happening in America right now. Forget about the Great Reset. This is an oligarchy. If you don't think that the people in Silicon Valley are oligarchs, you're sadly mistaken. They have power. They have connections. They have oodles of money. They will destroy anybody, any business that gets into their way. And now they're extra constitutional. Doesn't matter. They deem what free speech is. They deem what's true and what's not. They deem what you can read, listen to, or watch. That's an oligarch. Well, the oligarchs uh, around the world that are meeting in Davos uh, and talking about the Great Reset are talking yesterday about a $100 billion market in uh, trading carbon offsets. This is... This is incredibly stupid. Companies like Amazon are funding a hundred million dollar a year toward planting of trees to offset their carbon footprint of shipping. Okay, that's good. Good for them. Good for them. And and I think that's really truly an honorable goal. But you should you be forced to do that? No. China, <laughs> listen to this. China is funding ocean cleaning organizations that remove 2 million tons of plastic from the oceans. Oh, well, China is so great. We are now being told that we have to undo the 20th century damage. And this is our last chance to reverse the gross mistakes of the past century while we make the same mistakes in this century. The, the biggest mistake, the biggest threat to all humankind last century were fascists, communists, oligarchs. That's the biggest threat. And what are we doing to solve this threat? Creating that system again. More on Davos because uh, John Kerry spoke there yesterday. He spoke to the crowd about what What's going to happen in America? He said things are happening right now in the Biden administration that no man will be able to undo. Hmm. All coming up. This is the Glenn Beck Program. American Financing, NMLS 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. We're going to talk about GameStop here in a second, but let me talk to you first about protecting yourself. I, I think that there is this GameStop thing is showing weaknesses in the systems uh, and uh, and it, it could get dicey and really bad really fast. Um, there are people out there that want to destroy our system and there are, it's just it's just a bad situation. I want you to please Put yourself into a situation where you have the most amount of money every month. I want you, if you have a house and you're paying 4%, even 3% interest rate, you are way overpaying. Please, please, without restarting your loan, call and see how American Financing can help you at AmericanFinancing.net. You can call them now at 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440. Please get a hold of them today, AmericanFinancing.net.
And go to blazetv.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn. Don't miss a special from last night. And you can save 30 bucks on your subscription to Blaze TV. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Dave Rubin from Blaze TV and the Rubin Report. Coming up in about 30 minutes right now, we're joined by Mr. Pat Gray from Pat Gray Unleashed, also on uh, Blaze TV and one of the Blaze podcasts. Hello, Pat. Hello, Glenn. So, jeez, uh, where do we even where do we even start today? Um, uh, American uh, Airlines, uh, meaning the airlines of America, are now banning people flying with locked firearms uh, in uh, into the Baltimore, Washington area. Uh, I know that American Airlines. I flew Delta uh, just recently. And, you know, I took my gun apart, you know, told them that it was in the luggage. It was locked. It was in a case. There were no there's no ammunition. It's what the, you know, Department of Homeland Security insists on. So fine. I follow the rules, put it in. Usually you just get a tag and uh, then, you know, Department of Homeland Security or it goes through it, goes through it and you get a little note. OK, great. Great. I got it. Mm hmm. That's the usual process. That's the process I got on Delta. When I flew back, I flew on American Airlines. Oh, Mm. well, this is a different process. Now American, and this was new, uh, at least to me, now American uh, has a new new thing because they just want to make sure that your gun's not lost. Well, whose fault would that be? I've handed it Mm -hmm. to you. It'd be your fault. So it has to go through all the way through the screening process downstairs in the bowels of the airport and head on its way to the airline before you can go through security yourself. So you sit there for, I sat there for 45 minutes waiting before I could even get in line for security. And uh, why? I, I, I personally believe. What good does that do? It makes it such a hassle. You don't want to do it. That you're yeah. not going to do it. That's exactly okay? right. That's what's coming our way. Is they're mm-hmm. just going to keep making things more expensive, mm-hmm. more difficult, mm-hmm. a bigger hassle. It's choice structure. It's Cass Sunstein and his choice structure. You've got a choice. You can carry it. Mm-hmm. But you're not going to want to. Right. You're not going to want to. I'm going to nudge you a little bit. Yeah, so just that you a, don't. Yeah, just a just a little bit, just a little bit. Stu, uh, Pat, what is the uh, what is the thing that uh, you saw today that you thought I have got to get this point across? Uh, wow. Well, there were there were s- several. Yeah. Um, I I love the uh, Department of Homeland Security's new uh, situation with the the t- domestic terror threat that yeah. only involves people on the right, of course. Well, um, no, no, they didn't say that. No, no, no they, they didn't, didn't say, say that. that but that's with, what it problems with in immigration. Okay, <laughs> problems yes. with the election, right? Uh, problems with uh, <laughs> the the system. Uh, uh-huh. Maybe problems with the uh, the COVID. You know, yes. orders. Yes. Yeah. And I, you know, this is all based on the fact that they have no specific actionable information. None. 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 Otherwise, what would happen? Right. They would raise the threat level. So they've got no actual actionable threat involved here, yet they just want to throw out that, hey, everybody on the right is a problem now and a, a potential domestic terrorist. I think it's it's absolutely despicable what they're doing. Did you hear the did you hear about the guy in Florida that the Justice Department 
uh, had Homeland Security uh, arrest yesterday. Man in Florida was arrested for, quote, depriving individuals of their constitutional right to vote. Yeah. Now, mm-hmm. he showed up at a polling place with an AR and a chainsaw. So, I mean, I mm. think the dude no, should be arrested. That's not what happened. That's, that's not what happened? <laughs> no. That's, he didn't? He just an AR? No. He did nothing like either of those things. Oh, that's what right. He, he had a suitcase nuke. No. Oh, what did no. he? Oh. oh, he probably went with like the White Panthers and just no. intimidated people? No, didn't do that at really? all. Really? What, no. what did There's he... a story that's similar to that. I should tell you sometime. But, yeah. What, uh, no, that's not what, what happened. What did he do? I uh, made some memes. He what? He made some memes. <laughs> You mean little picture jokes? Like little picture jokes on the internet. Yeah, Mm -hmm. on the internet. Well, that's where I see memes. What what were the memes? I don't know all the memes. I know that the guy, you know, wasn't exactly someone you'd maybe want to invite over uh, for a a wonderful dinner with your family. May I say, out of Uh, the 350 million Americans, mm -hmm. there's about 349 million, I'm pretty sure. I probably wouldn't want to invite over to my house. That's about right. right. Yeah, maybe a little higher. Yeah, maybe a sure. little higher than that. But I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm being generous. Right. There. Yeah. Uh, but the idea that he committed a crime mm. by making memes yeah. seems mm. like uh, that's well, is a, there's a free speech issue there. No, no. Because no, there's no, a no. law that says you can't those stop memes, people from voting. Those memes told people <clears throat> to vote by text message, mm. which you can't do, and so a lot of people believed that apparently no now no no no. nobody they've, believed it no they no one believed they've been the investigating this for four years mm-hmm. this is this isn't something that happened in the last election no, it's 2016 2016 why did they suddenly just did they suddenly have a case why did they I'm gonna guess it has something to do with the new administration I'm just gonna throw that out there as a possibility you know these files are kind of sticking around and everyone was like this is dumb should we really do anything with this no is this a warning shot this coupled with the TSA yesterday or not TSA but the DHS memos describing domestic terrorists and then this guy for a meme getting arrested Uh, what message are we supposed to take from that don't do memes. <laughs> do never <laughs> meme. I've never meme. Told, I've told my son, mm-hmm. don't you? He sent me a meme uh, that he made the other day. And I'm like, don't, don't, don't. And he, dad, it's harmless. No, it's not. Nothing is harmless anymore. Don't. Mm-hmm. No memes. Nothing. I'm going to cut all of your fingers off because then you can't type anything. <laughs> Stop it. I might create a, a, a minor legal issue for you uh, if you were Whoa. to do something like that. <laughs> Just, uh, it was a lawnmower accident, Your Honor. I <laughs> swear to you. And they'll, they'll say, no way this kid was ever mowing your lawn. <laughs> uh, but no memes, no tweets. Nothing. No social media. It would be a really, really good safety tip for all kids. For all people. For all people. All yeah. people. Everybody. Yeah. Well, we, you know what it would Everybody. be? It would be a nation of Pat Grays. Yes. And that would be a good nation. That would be a good nation, It would nation, be a good right? freaking nation. Right? We'd have no Thank social you. media and lots of great cookies. Thank That's you. That's a good freaking nation right there. <laughs> yes. Yes, it is. I can't live without it. I can't without, live without it. Without oh, the memes can. and the tweets. You I can't. Yeah, I can't. So. Yes, you can. You can. You can. You can. It's, and it's really easy, yeah. actually. It's yeah. Really easy. Because you, I would say my excuse is, you know, I got to do it for work. You somehow don't do it for work, and you still survive, which is amazing. (laughs) Right. Yep. I envy you so. Yep. I just, I don't, I mean, it's, it's, it's not what people make it out to be. 
Can we can it's we not that important? Can we talk about another freedom of speech issue that I think is freedom of speech? Uh, and that is the GameStop thing. Oh, yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's pretty amazing. So GameStop uh, is a company. It's a brick and mortar gaming store. Okay. You got to go. Most sell of video them are, games. Right. And most of mm-hmm. them are in the mall. Okay. Yeah. I know. I've gone to some of them w- with my son. All right. So. Oh, I'm, I'm a nine-year-old, so I'm there 14 times a week. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. So there is a business there, but a mm-hmm. brick and mortar business? Uh, I don't know. Well, the market, the hedge funds decided that there's no business mm-hmm. there. And so they started shorting, uh, betting against GameStop, if you will. That's what shorting means on in Wall Street. Betting against it, saying that the stock is going to go lower and lower. Well, somebody on Reddit realized uh the hedge funds have just sold 136 percent of the stock there's no way there's no way these guys can win how i mean yeah how do you sell more than all of the stock correct mm-hmm. you can't you can't so they decided uh somebody said i'm gonna buy it i'm buying fifty thousand dollars of it and uh, everybody else and it's on reddit it was an open forum everybody else should buy it too Oh, I think he decided to buy a couple hundred thousand dollars worth of it. Oh, was it? Mm-hmm. Okay. Started, I think, with fifty. Okay, uh, but he may have bought a lot more. I mean, he was he buying did. it. He kept. He kept buying it. He bought a ton of it. Yeah. It's not Chamath, is it? Yes. Is that who did it? Mm-hmm. He was not the originator of he, this. Theory. He might not be the originator, but yeah. he wound up buying hundreds yeah. of thousands of dollars right. worth of. He's given it away to charity now, which I think he is made, kind of a he cover made five hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, I can't tell you the name of the actual um, originator because uh, the word f the f word is in the middle of the name. Okay, okay. so I can- <laughs> all right. So all these guys were doing really is what hedge fund managers do over lunch, right? Okay, right. And in secret meetings, that's what they do. Yeah. Uh, they call and, them idea dinners, right? So you you ran uh, GameStop up, which is costing these hedge funds what billions or a billion dollars? Is it over one billion dollars? Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's I think yeah. It's, yeah. it is more than it, that. It's it's going to take down a couple of these hedge funds. I'm telling you right now, I think this is the Bubba effect. It is. Yeah, this is yeah, people is. who said. You know, these these guys who are on Reddit, they're probably in their 20s. They probably Mm -hmm. grew up at 2008. They saw their parents get screwed. Mm -hmm. And then what happened? Then what happened? They didn't get a bailout. Then the Wall Street guys get rich, even though they were the ones that over leveraged everything. Main Street gets screwed. Then what happens? Now they're in their 20s. Maybe their parents survived last time. But if they have a small business... Now they're getting screwed by the government again, and the government's going to bail them out. Yeah. I think this is just the chickens coming home to roost. I think these guys saw a a, a legal way to uh, make some money Mm -hmm. and screw the hedge funds at the same time. And what's happening? They're silencing them. They're going to come at you. Don't lose a billion dollars and be that connected and uh, don't have the your friends in Washington come after, which is going to make the situation worse. Meanwhile, GameStop stock went from about fifteen bucks to over three hundred. Yeah. I have to tell you, I hope that <laughs> they have a way. I hope that they've had a way to pull some of that money mm-hmm. off of the table um, because they were mm-hmm. they've been struggling. But if they can mm-hmm. if they can reinvent themselves using this money, that is that's a blessing for them. It's a good mm-hmm. Texas company and good Texas people. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, they're located very close to our studios. 
Um, and and they're armed, so please no, help not, us. They're not armed. Oh, they're not. Uh, no, but I thought there were some of those. They're in extreme- Texas. They must be. Yeah, they're extremists. Right? If they're a Texas company. Yeah. By the way, uh, it's up now to three eighty five. Three eighty five. Crazy. I mean, it was four dollars a share last year. And the four. reason why these guys in the hedge funds can't wow. get out is they they can't. Well, you have one hundred and forty percent. They're they they have to keep buying. The spread. If they said it was going to go down to two dollars, they have to keep buying <laughs> every single Ooh, stock, if you will. And now mm-hmm. they're borrowing all of this money to do it. And I can't even imagine. I mean, they think they certainly think in in the uh, the forum and uh, the subreddit Wall Street Bets. They think it's going to at least two thousand. I mean, I don't oh know my gosh! Sure. No really? way! I, no way! I have no idea. I mean, I'm not getting involved in it. No. Wow! <laughs> no, but I mean, it, they it, can't it, even oh. do anything with it now. They're right. saying that uh, places, mm. sites like Robinhood and, and several of the other trading can't apps, get on. they're not even letting you trade the stock anymore. You can yeah. sell it, but you can't buy it. Jeez! Now, now they're now. I think people are really pissed off, and they're saying, they "Wait should. a minute." How do these lawmakers who are doing this, these lawmakers yeah. go in with insider trading and become millionaires, and you're not going to let. You're not going to let Main Street do legal stuff and out in the open say, hey, I think we should all buy this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just think that is really wrong. Pat, thank you so much. Uh, Pat Gray from Pat Gray Unleashed, the podcast that you can hear on Blaze TV or wherever you get your podcast. All right. So Mike Lindell. I mean, I don't think we're ever going to hear from that guy again. I mean, I'll I'll bet you. Don't say that. (laughs) No, no, no. I I mean, publicly in forums. I don't know if they're ever going to let him back. Have you seen a a MyPillow ad anywhere but like on Fox News? Because I wonder if they've gone after him and said, we're not letting him advertise here. I mean, they're going to put this guy out of business if they can. They're trying to. I don't think they're going to be able to do it. People like the product. Yeah, it's a great, great product. Um, and he came up with it and you don't, you don't have, because you disagree with his opinion, you're going to put him out of business. That's crazy talk. I, I'm telling you, if you ever thought about buying a MyPillow or you ever thought buying their, their Giza dream sheets, I've talked about them for years. I, I am not lying to you. I sleep with a MyPillow every day. I have the Giza dream sheets and I love them. Go to MyPillow.com, MyPillow.com, click on the new radio listener specials and check out the buy one, get one free on the uh, Giza Dream Sheets and other deep discounts on all their products. 800-966-3117, 800-966-3117. The promo code is back at MyPillow.com. This is the Glenn Beck program. It's uh, Thursday. Dave Rubin's coming up in uh, just a second. Also uh, joining us is uh, the dad who just flipped his wig at a at a school board meeting. I think as he should have. Um, I know my son uh, is going to school here in this area. Uh, He needs to be in classes he's a very social kid and uh just you know we all need to pray for each other's kids because they're all struggling one way or another well he came back uh in december they came back and i think they came back for maybe a week and then somebody had covid and so they had to shut the whole school down uh then they just reopened on monday 
yesterday at noon, they said somebody in somebody's family uh, was diagnosed with COVID. And so they don't want to take any chances. So they shut it down again. This, this, this cannot continue. This cannot continue this way. You realize we have stolen a year of our children's lives in the most important time of their life. What happens to you before 18 really changes the course or could change the course of your entire life. If you have kids in high school, imagine sophomore and senior year gone. You don't get that back. It changes you. We have him coming up uh, as well and uh, more on Joe Biden and what he now wants to do to the Supreme Court. He's doing everything everyone on the left hoped he was going to do and he's doing it at lightning speed.